Welcome to episode 10 of the Sensitive Soul Support Podcast with Stacey Friedman and Jennifer Ruff. Good morning, listeners. It's just me today. Jen's not able to make it. And I wanted to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about the difference between being a physical empath or an emotional empath. And the reason why this is important is because it will help you to optimize your health and your energy levels. So if you don't know whether you're a physical or an emotional empath, there is actually a little quiz that you can take. And I am reading straight out of the book, The Empath's Survival Guide by um, Judith Arloff, MD. I love this book. This is um, kind of, yeah, it's like a Bible for empaths, but in this book is a self-assessment. And I wanted to ask the questions aloud. So you might be able to do a little inventory now as you're listening, whether you're working out or food shopping or whatever you're doing, maybe you can kind of track your answers to these questions. So they're yes or no, or sometimes questions. So write down if you can, or just like on your fingers, see if you get a lot of Y's for yes, N's for no, S for sometimes. So to decide if you're a physical empath, to figure that out, you would ask yourself these questions. Number one, have I ever sat next to someone in pain and started to feel pain too? Yes, no, or maybe sometimes for you. Number two, do I get physically ill in crowds? Number three, have I been called a hypochondriac, but no, my symptoms are real. Dog's going crazy in the background. Number four. Do I react to other people's stress by developing a physical symptom in my own body? Question five, do I get energized by some people and depleted by others? Question, where am I? Six, question six, do I frequently go to doctors without getting treatments that help? Question seven, am I chronically fatigued or do I have mysterious and unexplained ailments? And question eight, do I often feel exhausted by crowds preferring to stay home? And the last question, is my body sensitive to sugar, alcohol, and processed foods? So of those nine questions, I think it'd be really interesting for you to note where you said yes. How many were yeses for you? And now we're going to move into the little self-assessment to determine if you might be an emotional empath, and then we'll talk about what your answers mean. So another group of questions coming your way. Again, maybe it's a yes, it's a no, or even a sometimes is okay. So number one, do I pick up other people's emotions, such as anxiety, anger, or frustration? Question two, do I get an emotional hangover after an argument or a conflict? Next question, do I feel depressed or anxious in crowds? 
Next question, do I want to fix people and take away their stress? Next question, can I intuit other people's feelings even when they are unexpressed? Next question, is it hard to distinguish other people's emotions from my own? Next question, do I care so much about others that I neglect my own needs? Two more to go. Do I overeat to cope with difficult people or emotional stress? And last question, do I experience mood swings from sugar, carbohydrates, or other specific foods? Okay, right, eye-opening. So these were the questions, again, the first set was, am I a physical empath? And the second set of questions was for, am I an emotional empath? And so to interpret the self-assessments, a one or a two, if you got one or two yeses in either of the self-assessments, it indicates that you're partially that type of empath. Three to four yeses indicates that you are moderately that type of empath. And then five or more indicates you're definitely that type of empath, right? So it's a spectrum as we've been talking about. And, you know, it's really important for you to discover which type of empath you are. You might be both. Um, and I find it really fascinating when I take the self-assessment, um, you know, over a certain period of time and I look at my answers say six months prior to the last time I took it or six months after the last time, I'm always really amazed at how sometimes the answers change. And I'm like, why are the answers changing? So you might see as you become more empowered in your life and you start to become more conscious about your day-to-day -day goings on because you realize, okay, I can't just live the normal life as an empath that I used to. And when you, when you discover you are, you have to change the way you're living your life. And when you start making those changes and implementing them over time, you find that a lot of these, what I'll call symptoms, they definitely decrease. And I think that's what I've, I, you know, going through the quiz again today, this self-assessment, I was like, well, there are things I have in the book that were a yes. And I don't really feel like they're a yes right now. So you will see over time, the more that you work with your empathic nature and the more you empower yourself and um, use the tools that you know are there to help you live a more embodied, empowered, um, easy life, you're going to see these answers are going to shift over time. It's kind of cool. So um, as a sensitive person, remember that these are gifts that you have, right? These are gifts that you have. The, the fact that maybe you can feel someone else's pain in your actual body. Um, this is a gift that you have, and it's all about how you choose to see, how you choose to see it. So I have a friend um, and client yesterday who reached out to me and let me know that she is now working. She is a healthcare professional. She's a, um, she works as a, a nurse practitioner and she's in a new role now in a new job in a new place. And she realized that after the first few days in this new role, she said to me that she's been feeling like she's carrying a lot of pain in her stomach over the last few days that she can clearly see is her picking up other people's energy. It's landing literally in her stomach. 
And she is someone who is, you know, an empath and knows that she is. And she said to me like, wow, this was like quite a wake up call for me because this is the job I really want to be in right now. It's much improved from her last position. And she sees now that like, she has to start becoming more conscious about her own self-care. So she said to me like any, I think she's maybe asked me for ideas. And I said, do you have a selenite wand at work? Like you absolutely need to be clearing yourself every single time you're done with a patient, you need to clear yourself. So speaking of a selenite wand, just to share what that's all about. So crystals, gems, gems are a very, I find a very powerful tool to use to help those of us who are in the helper, healer, um, nurse, coach field. So if anyone out there is listening and you are a helper, you know, you work with um, sick patients, you work with, um, you work with a population of people who maybe their energy is a lot for you to handle, right? You have to make sure you go out and get yourself a selenite wand. So selenite is this beautiful stone. There are wands that you could get. There's different types of um, formations. You could get a palm stone, something to hold in your hand. You get a small wand, you get a larger wand and a wand is like the size of like a ruler. And it's this long stick of uh, selenite. And what you do is you literally like brush your energy field with it. When you are finished with a patient, with a client, and you feel like you've made have taken on some of their energy, you just take the wand and you literally imagine that you have, and so your aura, as you all know, your, your energy field is like, I guess, two inches to like six inches out from your physical body. So picture like, you know, this energy body around you, around your physical self. And so you take the wand and you literally just brush the body. You brush the energy body, you brush it with the wand. You just go around your head, go around the sides of your face, go around the back of your neck, wherever you're feeling, you need to brush away anything that you picked up. The selenite clears that energy. So I said to my friend, like, you, you need to have a selenite wand, like for sure. There are other stones you can use to protect yourself, but selenite's a great tool for clearing. So if you find that this quiz has shown you that you are an emotional empath. That could be something very simple and very accessible that you could do for yourself. And I would say, you know, try that, try using the selenite wand after you've had a conversation with someone and you feel triggered or you feel like you might've taken on some of their anxiety, or you're just feeling sort of out of sorts in your own body or overwhelmed, use the selenite wand and see if it makes a difference. Some people say that they um, actually clear themselves when they wake up in the morning. If you sleep with a partner at night, you are probably taking on your partner's energy unwittingly. So that could be something you can do in the morning is clear out your partner's energy when you wake up. So you could have a selenite wand on your nightstand um, and you can use one before you get into bed. You can use it again if you're in a profession where you are dealing with a lot of uh energy or emotions, you can use the selenite wand before and after every client or patient that you see, but it's a really great tool. I have, um, three different selenite wands that I have in my home. One's in my office. So when I'm done doing HMR with a client or talking with someone, I feel like I might've taken some stuff on. I have one right here. So I brush my energy field between clients. And then I also have one upstairs on my nightstand. And I have one in my purse. I actually have one that I take with me. And I have a palm stone too. When I used to do HMR with clients um, in person, and I would use my hand to rest on their um, 
their vertebrae, the C7, where I used to rest my hand. I used to use the palm stone to help my hand clear of the energy that I might've picked up. Um, don't do that anymore. Now I'm just using the wand on my energy field through the Zoom sessions, but selenite is a wonderful tool. So if you don't have one, a wand or a palm stone or something, please look into that. You can find them on Amazon. Although I would definitely prefer that you, um, you know, frequent your local crystal shop or your local spiritual store and you will definitely find selenite. So it's S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E. -E. Um, so yeah, again, just understanding what type of an empath you are is very important. And there's more we can talk about in terms of what this means and how illness can develop when you are a, an emotional empath or even a physical empath. Um, there are definite uh, illnesses that are very common. Um, adrenal fatigue is one autoimmune disease, um, IBS, phobias are pretty common, depression, fibromyalgia, panic attacks, and social anxiety. There are a lot of different common empathic related illnesses. And so again, you know, this isn't just like, I like to think of like human design. If you're into human design, like knowing, knowing your chart, like that's really cool. It helps you with your life purpose. But to me, like this kind of understanding, when you really come to understand who you are, when you identify like, oh my gosh, I am an empath. What does this mean for me? You, it's almost like you have to start taking steps because if you don't, and you are in the situation where you're taking on other people's energy all the time, or you're in a profession where you haven't even realized, oh my God, all these years I've been taking on other people's energy, it could lead to illness for you. And so not to scare you, but you know, it's important that you start, you know, um, empowering yourself in whatever way that you can. So I hope this little, um, chance to do these little self-assessments was helpful or eye-opening for you. And, um, we are going to talk more of course about what this all means and how you can continue to support yourself. Uh, if you need resources, you can always, um, check out my website at www.luckygirlhealth.com and you can grab my um, free guidebook that I offer so that you can learn some right away ready to use um, strategies for how to support your health as an empath and um, looking forward to continuing the conversation. Bye for now.